Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading the Journal of Blessed George Matulaitis from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with March 4th through the 6th, 1911, pages 82 through 84. March 4th, 1911. Several days have passed since I have made my monthly day of recollection. I have, I had no time to record my thoughts in this journal. My resolutions are the same. I have added only this. I shall do my best to turn my eyes toward Jesus, carrying his cross and suffering upon it. I will offer the Lord Jesus Christ all my labors, trials, and sufferings to atone for my own sins and for those of the whole world. Lord, grant me the spirit of penance, so that I may be able to atone, in some small measure at least, for the great and grievous sins of my past life. Lord, make my tears flow abundantly, so that I could mourn for my grave and numerous transgressions. March 5th. In human beings, it is the intellect that governs the will. When the mind is in error, the will follows. Our thinking influences our entire life. If our thinking has become confused and chaotic, our whole life begins to decay. It seems to me that the greatest calamity of our times is the departure of the intellect from the path of genuine truth, from the way of faith, and the terrible confusion of mind that has resulted. To repair this evil, we ourselves must take pains to acquire a thorough understanding of the teaching of the Church, and to know our faith as fully and deeply as possible. Then we must try to enlighten the minds of others with the light of faith. The return to sound thinking should be one of our most vital concerns. Today we need to popularize, so to speak, the apostolic work of preaching, spreading, and defending the faith. We must recruit great numbers of the faithful to take part in this work. Just as there are all kinds of charitable organizations with their rosters of numerous members, so too should there be similar organizations to preach, spread, and defend the faith. We should try to attract as many people as we can to join them. Nowadays, the battle to maintain a Catholic view of life is at its height everywhere and among all classes of people. A priest cannot reach them all, even if he tries his best to do so. The laity must come to the aid of the clergy so that both could work together in this most important task of spreading true Catholic teaching. The propagation and defense of the faith with the help of the laity should be one of our major concerns. Various organizations, societies, and institutes could be established for this purpose. Men and women could be selected and trained as teachers of the faith. They could carry the light of our holy faith everywhere, and at the same time be a living example of the Christian virtues. They could get into all kinds of places, into people's homes, into various institutions and factories, working not only among the faithful, but also among unbelievers, not only among Catholics, but also among non-Catholics. Such organizations could be established among domestics, teachers, laborers, craftsmen, and farmers. I think we could find enough people to join. 
We need to draw larger groups of people into this work. Let everyone who has a fervor for the law and teach it and takes his stand on the covenant come out and follow me. That's from 1 Maccabees chapter 2, verse 27. Let everyone who loves God and the church, who is concerned with the glory of God and the growth of his church, come and take part in this holy battle on behalf of God and the church. March 6th. It is not listening to the law, but keeping it that will make people holy in the sight of God. That's from Romans chapter 2, verse 13. If you can teach the ignorant and instruct the unlearned, then why not teach yourself as well as the others? Romans chapter 2, verse 21. Each member of our congregation should be well-trained and knowledgeable in some field or other, so that he may become a source of support and influence in this particular field within his own community, in society, and in the church. Depending on a person's gifts, this field of special concentration could be in the area of scholarship or administration, preaching, or conducting retreats, pastoral ministry, or some other profession or skill. This special training in some particular field would be valuable, not only for the whole community, but also for the individual himself. We can apply the words of sacred scripture in this instance. The servant who has been faithful in small things can be trusted with greater ones. See Matthew 25 verse 21. A person competent in one area will be ready and able, if the need arises, to undertake some other task as well. Such a person is more apt to find satisfaction in life. But the person who feels that he does not know anything and is unable to do anything, who cannot set to work on some particular task that he has chosen for himself, will find that he is dissatisfied and unhappy. He is often at a loss about how to spend his time. He does not know what to do. The more you limit your work, the more adept you will be. The work itself becomes more of a pleasure, and a person who is able to make a more significant contribution to the work of the church. In the first entry, Blessed George writes down the resolutions that he made during his monthly retreat day for the month of March. He writes of striving to keep his eyes focused on Jesus, carrying his cross and suffering on the cross. It is a reminder to us of how much Jesus loves us. He never sinned. He endured his suffering to save us because he loves us so. Blessed George resolves to unite his sufferings with those of Jesus, his efforts, the trials that he has to endure, and his sufferings. The scope will be to atone for his own sins, and he can make up for his purgatory while he's here on earth. We can do the same. We can offer, he can also offer his sufferings in reparation for his own sins and that of others. As Jesus said on the cross, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. In the second entry, Blessed George reflects on the fact that confused thinking can lead us into sin. That is why the evil one uses the tool of confusion and deception to lead us astray, away from God's will. We should always seek the truth. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. He'll keep us on the right path. In our preaching, we need to proclaim the truth. 
George also reflects on other ways to lead people to the truth through organizations, through teaching, through interacting with other people, etc. In the last entry, Blessed George wants us to be well-trained in some field. This will not necessarily limit our work to one field, but it will give us the confidence to reach people in all different ways. Need a miracle? Here's a prayer for a special grace through the intercession of Blessed George, which has received ecclesiastical approval. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God, our Lord and Father, you surround us always by your care. Receive our humble petition, and through the intercession of Blessed George, who suffered so much for your glory and for the increase of your kingdom here on earth, grant me the grace, and here mention your intention, for which I ask you with confidence, promising to live from now on with greater fidelity to your commandments. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. To receive a Blessed George prayer card, or to report graces received through the intercession of Blessed George, please visit us at thedivinemercy.org slash journal. That's thedivinemercy.org slash journal. Blessed George, pray for us. Jesus, I trust in you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Thank you, and God bless you. Are you a Marian Helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.